Today is a time of equity, a time where barriers are being torn down collectively. Win-win real estate is on the front lines of a movement for equity, the opportunity for home ownership, and wealth building with property. And we have been for over 20 years. The American dream has always been the ownership of land, property. It builds wealth, offers stability, and brings comfort and joy to families big and small. We want our clients to win with real estate, and that means education and opportunity. It means knowing what's available and having someone there to help guide you. When people are selling homes, they need a clear understanding of the process and options available, whether they're buying a new home or selling an investment property. At Win-Win, our job is to help sellers plan and execute to get the most for their real estate investment with the least amount of stress. We help our clients consider all the components involved when selling their home, from the clear defined dates of property transfer to the successful move into your new home. Everybody wins at Win-Win and Company Real Estate Group. And now I have the honor of continuing our pregame lineup. Please help me welcome the incredible artists performing as well on Super Bowl Sunday. Please welcome in Cheryl Lee Ralph, Babyface, and Chris Stapleton. I mean, this is the lineup of dreams, really, if you're thinking about it when you think ahead at Super Bowl Sunday. I, I would love for each of you to take me through that moment when you got the call that you will be performing in the pregame show for Super Bowl 57. Cheryl Lee, I'll start with you. Ah! <laughs> when, when, first of all, they said, uh, we just got a call, they would like you to sing at the Super Bowl. I said, what? Yes! <laughs> Period. Just like that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Thrilled. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that I would be singing at the Super Bowl. What is it, 100 million people in the audience? Give or take. Yeah, just yeah. a little small thing, you know. <laughs> but yes. What about for you, babyface? I wish I'd go, <laughs> but it wasn't that. Uh, <laughs> I was surprised. I, I was like, this was not on my bucket list. Right. Um, and it was not anything I ever imagined that I would do. So to get that call, are you sure you, me? And, uh, but I'm so honored, so. And also with who I'm singing with, I mean, you know, you got this dude over here that's like, you know, <laughs> like the only the best voice in the world. Come on. And, yeah. Uh, was just rocking out with Stevie Wonder. I mean, come on, what was the call like for so you? Good. Incredible, incredible. Uh, it's one of those calls you think you're not gonna get. You right. Know, and, and then you get the call and you're like, Okay, let's do this. Right. All right. So Super Bowl Sunday is going to look very different for you guys, and maybe in previous years, right? If you were not performing, what would be your ideal setup? How would you be spending Super Bowl Sunday? Chris, I'll start with you. I'd be sitting at home with the kids. Yeah. Uh, on the couch, we'd have some snacks and watch watch the game. It's casual. And you mentioned it's like a holiday almost, an atmosphere, baby face, and, and getting together for Super Bowl Sunday. What would that look like for you if you weren't performing? Yeah, it's always a, it's, it was going to be eating somewhere. 
<laughs> and, and watching it. But yeah. I don't know where the somewhere always is, but it's always somewhere. Like plans come together. Uh, Shirley, I mean, no you, football gal, clearly. Uh, oh, my goodness. What would Super yes. Bowl Sunday I look like? I had to make sure I had all of the accoutrement. So when I saw that, I said, yes, we must have the bag representing the team, Philly, all the way. You know, it's a Philly thing. But my whole thing is good food, good friends, and a great game. That's it. And that's what we're going to have this year. Mm -hmm. So we already know who you're rooting for. Oh, fly, <laughs> eagles fly. Yes, they like it. Babyface, have you picked a side here for Super Bowl Sunday? I'm going to go with Rihanna. <laughs> Listen, cannot go, everybody wins. Everybody wins free. He, he took my answer. He took your answer. Well played. Well played. Um, Chris, you've mentioned before that the Super Bowl stage would be where you wanted to sing the national anthem and only on this stage. Why is that? I think I said it because I thought I wouldn't get asked. <laughs> Manifesting in a different sense, right? right. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not a, you know, the national anthem is not an easy song mm -hmm. yeah. for singers. And right. uh, it's one that you can, you know, it can go horribly wrong, as we've seen many times in the past. Hopefully it won't do happen for me. It will not. Knock on wood. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, if, if you're going to do it, this is the place to do it. It's like the reverse psychology. I will not sing it unless it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm doing it now. I may have accidentally put <laughs> that worked. in the universe. I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> now, you'll actually be back at State Farm Stadium in just a few months, back on the road. How excited are you for that? It's always exciting to get to come yeah. play for the people, you know? Yeah, no question. Um, Shirley, you are the first person to sing Lift Every Voice and Sing live inside of a stadium for Super Bowl Sunday. This has been named a Super Bowl of many firsts. Yes. First two black quarterbacks going up against each other, two brothers going up head to head, and now this first as well. Mm -hmm. How poignant, how important is that for you? This, these three songs put together the Star Spangled Banner, America the Beautiful, and Lift Every Voice and Sing, the National Black Anthem. To me, that shows a major effort by the NFL to be truly inclusive, to say we're going to represent all people on a day, Super Bowl Sunday, 200 million people coming together to sit and experience and hear what a time, what a way to bring us all together. So I am very pleased and very happy to be able to be on the 40-yard line. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Lift every voice and sing. And, of course, my favorite line is, till victory is won. Yeah. You have to unapologetically represent for your team, all right? I am never mad at that, Shirley, but... Thank you. You know, you, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the moment in which you're standing right now. Your acceptance speech is at the Emmys, the Critics' Choice Awards. Shall we keep going? Because the list has been long, honey. And the words that with... You're talking about lift every voice and sing. You've lifted so many voices who at one point didn't feel represented or didn't feel like they could ever aspire to be in a position like yours. What are your words of aspiration and affirmation for those who are just looking for a light to keep going? 
oh my God, it's the fact that you woke up today. Mm. You woke up today in your right mind. You were able to put on your own clothes. Somebody didn't have to come in and wipe your behind. Mm. You did it for yourself. Right. That is an amazing accomplishment. And the fact that you are all here together in your greatness, in your journalism, in your media, in your fan, whatever it is, my God, that's so much to be thankful for. And we're going to have a great weekend. Look at me with these two. I feel so blessed. There's so much to look forward to. There is tomorrow. Hang on, because tomorrow could be fabulous. Now that Cheryl Lee taking us to church on this good morning. Yes. I love that. I'll bring her to every interview. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Thank um, you, Chris. Baby Fix, you have said that America the Beautiful speaks to you melodically. For those of us who are not musical geniuses, what does that mean? And what is it that you feel when you hear this song? First of all, we are watching the Cheryl Lee Ralph show. Let's talk about it. <laughs> no doubt. Can you answer that for me? It'll sound cooler. Um, uh, America the Beautiful, I've been doing this song. The first, song, first time I did this song, I did it as a sophomore in high school, wow. it was in a play that, that I was in, and I sang with uh, a couple of guys, and we did a version of America the Beautiful. And it's hard to believe that, you know, so many years ago, which was a lot of years ago, um, that I'm here to, you know, to sing America the Beautiful. Once again, this song that I sang, and back then my mom was in the audience, and she couldn't believe that I was like, you know, up there on that stage singing. And, and like the shy kid that actually got up on stage singing. So to think of her looking at this now and to see me at this moment singing America the Beautiful, it's like full circle. Yeah. And I didn't see it coming, I didn't know it was coming, right. but God brings things to you that you, know, you, don't, you don't look for it, he just gives it to you. So uh, we were just talking earlier, just how are we here? How are we still doing this? And, and it's just amazing that, um, that, that, that we're here. And the melody in that song it's a, it's a lot easier than uh, the Star Spangled Banner. Sorry, Chris. Um, <clears throat> but he's going to kill it, so I ain't, I ain't worried about it. So. <laughs> oh, man. Do you have a favorite rendition of America the Beautiful? Well, I mean, I think Ray Charles is the yeah. only person that, mm -mm. Absolutely. Yeah. that kills it. You know? Right. Mic drops. We were talking <laughs> about the national anthem earlier, Whitney Houston, and those snapshot moments, your snapshot moments this Sunday definitely to be admired and to look forward to. Uh, we have some questions from the audience before mm -hmm. we wrap up here. First is our NFL Play 60 super kid, Julia Crossley. Hi. Hi, Julia. Um, so when was the moment you knew you wanted to be in music and entertainment? You know, we were just sitting backstage talking about that. And it was probably in junior high school. I was part of the choir and I got a solo and it was a good solo and I got this huge applause and it was like, oh my God, I can't live without that. I have to have that in my life. The way it made me feel and singing my song and being center stage, that was it for me. That was it. I'm glad I made that choice and didn't become a doctor. Um, you know, I, I met someone who was a songwriter. I, I don't know that I ever actually knew that I would, you know, be out on stages as much as I, I met a man who was a songwriter uh, named Steve Leslie. And he, and when I learned that that was a job that you could have where you could sit in a room and write songs for a living, I said, no, that's, that's for me. 
And, you know, over time, I snuck back out on stage a little bit and uh, wound up sitting here. <laughs> but, but, I, you know, I've always loved music. And so um, knowing that I love music kind of took me, took me down the road. Bring us on home, Babyface. What about for you? It was, uh, I, I fell in love with this girl. And, uh, <laughs> and I had to, uh, I picked up a guitar so I could learn how to write a song uh, for her and about her. And um, she had the whip appeal. Well, that didn't exist back then. But, <laughs> um, but it was that was what made me want to, you know, actually f start figuring it out. And I, I obviously I lived, listened to music all the time. But what made me want to become a writer was because I wanted to put my words down, all these things I was feeling. I wanted to put it down in in a song, and so that started it. The epic conduit of music. That's beautiful. All right, we have another question from Entertainments Tonight. Kevin Frazier. Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hey, y'all. Hey, um, uh, real quick, I want to shout out MJ for the great challenge. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, and then we have three very unique artists that will perform in the pregame show. Um, have you worked on a unique twist to each one of these iconic songs. I think uh, for me, Lift Every Voice, it was to make sure that Adam Blackstone, who was my musical director working with me on it, that we could have a version for people to understand the great lyrics of this song and what it means to continue to, through all the ups and downs, to carry on, to move on, to be, to be forward thinking, learning from the past, the faith that the past taught us, the hope that the present has brought us. Hear these words. Let us march on to victory, the victory of liberty, the victory of justice for all is one. And that's how we approach the song this time. Babyface. Once again, you are watching this Cheryl Lee Ruff. <laughs> Coming behind that. I'm glad, I'm glad you're sitting <laughs> What was the question again? A special twist. Special twist. I think, um, I think the only twist you can give it is yourself, is to be, um, be honest and, and don't try to do anything incredible or something new for the sake of doing new. Give the words life to what it means to you as you sing it. So I'm just gonna try to be as real as I can with it and with my voice and it'll be what it'll be. I can't follow either one of those, but um, I'm gonna go out there and play and, and play it like I would play it. And that's, uh, if that's a twist, then so, so be it. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Julia, for your questions. And thank you, Shirley, Babyface, and Chris. Cannot wait to see what's coming on Sunday from each and every one of you. Uh, really appreciate you all coming out here and spending some time here with the media ahead of Super Bowl Sunday. Thank you. Thank you, media. Thank you, guys. All right, up next, we'll hear from Apple Music's Nadeska Alexis and Rihanna on her much-anticipated halftime show performance. Yeah. I'll follow y'all.
If you become 1% better every single day, 100 days from now, you're 100% better. My name is Sean Fair, and welcome to the Leadership Experience Tour. My advice for anyone who has not experienced the Leadership Experience Tour is just do it. Don't delay. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. Do it right to be here. So many great things. The synergy is fantastic. It has been amazing. It's been going on. We got speakers from everywhere. An amalgamation of speakers. If you have never spoke ever in your life, this is the platform for you. It's called the Leadership Experience Tour. So the Leadership Experience is all about improving yourself. This particular tour brings value to the individual, brings value to what you're going to be. So I'm giving of myself to, to the leadership experience team, but I get so much back. It's a fantastic opportunity. And this has absolutely been amazing. I've been able to connect with others that have things that are in common, and I've also been able to learn so much. I saw an opening in the UK and bridging the gap with the USA. And put you on a platform where your message will go globally all around the world. Receive the shit because to do the Sean Fair and in the UK is we are going to receive each other and we with the United. So that is the Sean Fair. I think that's how I see it. Straight off from that, and it's an absolute pleasure.